Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Drive My Car, despite the name, is in no hurry to get where it's going. There's a lengthy prologue where we meet writer Oto pitching a half-finished story to her husband, Kafuku. She's a TV writer, he's a theatre director. And the question seems to be, is the story she's telling true or not? But we never find out. Oto dies suddenly and two years pass. Where is this film going? Well, it's going to the city of Hiroshima, where Kafuku has been commissioned to direct a production of Chekhov's play Uncle Vanya, a production that, as is Kafuku's way, will be told in several languages, including Korean Sign Language. One of the lead actresses is deaf. Well, as we struggle to keep up, director Kafuku is told that it's mandatory for visiting directors to be assigned a driver for the duration. In this case, a silent, slightly sullen young woman called Miss Sake. Kafuku prefers to drive himself, but reluctantly accepts the inevitable. And this, as they say, is where the story really starts. Despite Drive My Car's considerable length, it was actually based on a Japanese short story. It's a story about secrets, notably Kafuku's doubts about his late wife Oto. Did she really love him? What was it she was trying to tell him just before she died? Adding to his stress is the fact that one of the actors in this production was clearly in some sort of relationship with Oto. As he wrestles with these feelings, he finds himself becoming intrigued by his new driver. (laughs) 
Misaki has her own secrets, including a complicated relationship with her mother, who indirectly taught her to drive so well. We're watching two people extremely unwilling to let anyone into their lives who may ask uncomfortable questions. Belatedly, Kafuku strikes up a conversation with her. Why is she such a good driver? And this seemingly innocent question opens up an extraordinary tale of family complications. And his growing respect for his driver contrasts with his frequent arguments with his cast members. When he compliments Misaki effusively for her wonderful driving, his producers ask him why he can't be as supportive for his actors, who often feel lost with his conflicting demands. The film takes its time getting where it's going. It's a daunting three hours long, though after the first act, the time seems to fly by. And the way in is the play. Chekhov's unique tragicomic sensibility in Uncle Vanya echoes Kafuku's doubts and guilt, and also Misaki's apparent need to cut herself off from everyone. The title, Drive My Car, is the one slightly clunky thing about the movie, though it might have been inflicted on the English language version. But it's an extraordinary film that richly deserves the many awards it's received. Its message, chiming with that of the play, is simple. Trust people, it says. Even when we can't know everything about them, sometimes we have to take people at their word. The most extraordinary scene takes place on stage, where Chekhov's philosophy is laid out entirely silently in the most expressive sign language. It seems to take cinema back to its early purest form, where the expressions of actors' faces and their gestures can say more than the most poetic of language. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't, right? Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.